and that's how she tended to build her coalitions. You said you were interested in politics early, and after you graduated from university, you got into politics. Did you intend to wind up running campaigns as you did for your mother's first uh, statewide campaign? I, I did not intend to do that. Uh, it just kind of worked out that way. Uh, you, you start uh, getting involved. In, I, when I was a senior in college, I got involved in a gubernatorial race and uh, losing one, and then uh, uh, followed that path to manage a state senate race. Uh, later became chief of staff for a state senator. Uh, my mother called on me to manage her uh, race for the Texas Railroad Commission, which is a misnomer, as you know. It regulates the oil and gas industry. Um, and she, beat, <laughs> she, uh, she took out an incumbent and uh, won that race. Uh, it was for an unexpired term. Uh, so she had to run again two years later. So after I, uh, she actually called me to come back for a reelect, and then I thought that was it. That was about all I had agreed to and out of family loyalty and love for my mother, uh, who has had the most influence on, on me in my life. Uh, it, but then she decided to run for the Texas controller's position, comptroller as we call it in Texas, and uh, took on a very well-known uh, individual uh, from a political family as well, uh, Paul Hobby, uh, who's uh, father had served as a longtime lieutenant governor, grandfather had been governor, uh, the airport of course in Houston named after him, uh, and won a very competitive close race. Uh, was, she was not expected to win it, uh, but we did, and then that's when I got the call from Karen Hughes asking if I'd be interested in coming, because uh, I served as spokesman on my mother's races in addition to being campaign manager, asked if I'd be interested in coming and working in the governor's office as her deputy, or as the deputy communications director. And that was at the end of 1998. So I started in the governor's office in 1999. Uh, basically the president's last uh, session as governor of Texas. Uh, then moved over to the campaign in August of that year. Uh, served as a deputy press secretary, and then when he was winning, after he had essentially sealed up the primary, I became the traveling press secretary on the campaign. So you had two spokespeople with the president and the press corps, uh, Karen Hughes and myself. And so I traveled about, well, probably about seven months on that uh, campaign with him. I uh, saw up close what it is like to try to um, run a presidential campaign, and I'm glad I'm sitting this one out. <laughs> we, we may want to talk about the campaign a little later on. In your heart, how do you think you got this job? Was it that they saw that you ran a successful come from behind underdog campaign on behalf of your mother? Why do you think that they chose you first to join the governor's staff and then to bring you to Washington and later to uh, trust you and honor you right. by becoming the White House press secretary. I, I think they did notice my communication skills uh, working from my mother, and that's how when Karen started to notice me. I, I knew uh, Governor Bush going back, then Governor Bush, I uh, probably got to know him during the 93, well, 94 campaign, starting in 93. Uh, I'd known Karen for a few years, and it, it was actually, I, I wasn't expecting the call. It came out of the blue. Uh, and of course, when that call came, uh, everybody knew that the president was laying the groundwork to, or the governor was laying the groundwork to run for president. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was, you have to remember that back then, I think a lot of people forget it now, that this was a governor that had approval ratings into the 70s. Uh, he was a strong bipartisan leader, had worked across the aisle with Democratic leaders. And so as someone who was young, uh, 30, 30 years old, uh, and an idealist at heart, uh, I felt like you know, this was someone who could come to Washington and do the same. Uh, I've since learned uh, very differently. Um, but when I became, when we went to the White House after the extended recount, which I, I imagine some of you have been watching uh, the movie on that recently, but um, uh, I became the principal deputy press secretary. So I would serve, I'd fill in for my predecessor from time to time, and I was noticed uh, 
doing the work there. And when Ari Flesher, my predecessor, announced that he was leaving, uh, I was tapped to replace him uh, by the president. It was, uh, this was back in uh, 2003. Uh, I think Ari announced his resignation in May of 2003. Uh, I was a little bit surprised. I thought he was going to stay longer uh, shortly after the invasion of Iraq. And it was within six days that I had the discussion with the president and agreed to serve as the press secretary. We actually held off on the announcement for a while. At the time, I said I wasn't ready to announce it because once I announced that I was press secretary, I knew that I'd be in the spotlight. Uh, but it, I talk about in the book what I was going through during that time period. I was, I was a little hesitant to actually move forward on taking the job. Uh, part of that reason was because I knew the way the White House uh, uh, worked in terms of the communication structure and I wanted to, I wasn't sure that I'd have the kind of flexibility uh, to be able to do the job the way I wanted to do it. Uh, so I did have some second thoughts. Uh, this was coming in uh, right before the election year or as we were gearing up.